What's going on, guys? I'm the notorious one. I am Dom, and today we are here to pay homage for the culture. Usually I acknowledge the tribal chief, but nah, it's Black History Month, and I wanted to do it the right way, talking about the culture. I got my friends. I got Strat Facts John. I got my man, the Dominican Dream, Poppy Platino. I got my man, Adrian, from Suplex Diner, uh, Suplex Dinner Club, excuse me. <laughs> I got my man, BDC, from Delaware. And we got a new guest, my man Rose, Sean Michaels fan. Yes, sir. But guys, <laughs> let's get into it. Man, growing up as a black kid and Abel and John. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Who were your favorite black wrestlers growing up? John. Start with John. Let John yeah. kick it off. Got me. Well, I've revealed my history on previous editions of the It Doesn't Matter podcast. And uh, just from there, you can trace who was around in that period of time. And his name will come up a lot from my perspective. Um, But the top uh, black athletes in wrestling growing up for me was the Pearl River powerhouse, Ahmed Johnson. So at the time that I got into wrestling, he was the big star. He was getting the big push at the time. And you can't say 1996 in WWF without mentioning the Pearl River Powerhouse. So growing up, he was a primary influence. And then, of course, uh, Farouk Farouk Assad got in there. But everyone else knew him as Ron Simmons, but I didn't, (laughs) you know, because I didn't. Like, he wasn't there when I got into wrestling. And... There just wasn't much um, when I first got into it, but of course, as the years would go on, uh, more black wrestlers would appear or become more prominent, and then um, I would learn more history about um, black wrestlers. But to answer the question, the uh, most uh, uh, influential one when I got into wrestling was Ahmed Johnson. Did you like the double knee pads? I didn't know what he was intense and he had that look, man. Don't gold dust, don't touch me, bro. Um, and he was, uh, in, you know, very physical in the ring. He, he had the original kick ass spine buster and the, the Pearl River plunge. Still, no one does that move today, probably because they realized it kept hurting guys. Yep. And he was the second guy to body slam Yokozuna. So um, he was a very impressive guy when I, when, I, when I was a young guy. All right. Nice. Rose, what about you? Oh, growing up, it had to be Booker T. You want to know? If he wasn't trying to do the spinning rooney, there was something wrong with you. He started to realize he was knocking everything over in the house or, or, or kicking your siblings or and hurting your back. You ain't doing you ain't you ain't doing it right. For real, I remember being in fifth grade and like in the Catholic school, just spinning around the floor and like all the white kids, oh let me see you break dancing. I'm all right. That's all I kept doing. <laughs> You know, before before we had the John Cena, if you didn't have a five head, you ain't had a hand up. I don't know what to tell you. You wasn't doing it right. For real. That's a good choice right there. BDC, what about you? Man, when I was coming up, I got fooled. So the first black wrestler I saw, wrestler, was Mr. T. Because WrestleMania Mm. was my first event. Okay. Later, though, 
my favorite my favorite black wrestlers ended up being Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas. Mm. Soul Patrol. The soul, the soul man and the man that will become Saba Simba. The man like feet. <laughs> a specific type of feet. Man, look. <laughs> nah, nah. Don't don't remind me of that. I saw that last week. I was like, bro, come on, come on, man. Come on. Crashed out. <laughs> come on. But yeah, Soul Man and Tony Atlas were my, were my intro. I learned about Ron Simmons later, but it was Atlas and Johnson for me. Those are good choices, wow. man. All right. Abel, what about you? All right. All right. So growing up, I would have to say uh, Mark Henry. De- definitely somebody oh, has some character to him. Different. Um, I ran track and field. So that whole like doing the shot put and powerlifting, that was more up my alley when I was older. So I was like looking into what he used to do. I never mm-hmm. was a powerlifter. I was more of a runner, but just being in the Olympics and just having that kind of like forte. And then now how he's like with um, certain people, he looks at them and he wants to push them to the next level. That's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to see some talent, regardless if you're black, white, whatever, but just push them to that level, get them to better greatness and just go, go there. So Mark Henry's more of my influence right now. Nice. All right. Adrian, what about you? Man, my, my favorite or most influential wrestler probably wasn't the best in ring, but because he was so believable, I definitely enjoyed him in my household. My grandmother, my cousins, my aunts and uncles, they all loved him. And that was Thunderbolt Patterson. My man used to talk his talk. Um, like growing up, it was toward the end of his career. So I didn't really get to see him wrestle per se. But I would always see him talking crazy on Jim Crockett promotions. He used to get his shit completely off. And he he was just believable. He seemed like one of the OGs in the neighborhood. Like, you say something crazy to me, I am going to smack you. And it is like that. Like, that's that's the energy that Thunderbolt Patterson gave off. And looking back at his promos with him and Ernie Ladd, those dudes were fresh and because of politics and dynamics of things, they didn't really get the focus. But mm-hmm. us, we recognized what those guys were trying to do. So salute the Thunderbolt Patterson. All right. Now it's for me growing up uh, as a child, going to my grandparents' house every weekend, Saturday morning, watching WCW 905. And, you know, I seen Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons, he was a manly man. Man had the jerry curl, and he would whoop your ass. And he would lay, lay it into you just like that. And yeah. that was my guy. That was my guy at the time. And then it developed into The Rock. Everybody Definitely. liked The Rock. The Rock, the Rock talking to third person. The Rock had the silk shirts on with the nice slacks. Hell, I went to JC Penney's and bought me some cheap silk shirts. Had my little fad like that, so it it was dope. It was just it was just a, a cool time to see somebody talk shit. Both of them guys could talk shit and back it up. Yep. So definitely, yeah. That that was it for me. That was a good choice. Yeah, I, so, I tried going around talking in third person and didn't work too long. It's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do. It's not that hard. What? Yeah, man, you you talk in third person for a whole day. I bet you 
You were able to do this podcast all day long because Abel knows what he's going to do. He's gonna, Abel's going to drink this right now. <laughs> and Abel's going to eat again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Since you want to talk about talking to third person, what's your favorite moment from a black wrestler? You kick it off, Raj. Raj, let Raj kick it off. My favorite moment. Uh, man, there's a lot of them. I mean, of course, again, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with Booker T. That, that old six King of the Ring that changed him. It, it's nothing like it. And he came out King and Booker. the pinky up. King Booker. There's many moments, but since I started with Booker T, I'm going to stick with Booker T. Um, and again, like you were saying, you know, Believing that the Harlem Heat was really from where they was, but just believing as a little kid, like growing up in that type of environment anyway, and believing in the Harlem Heat, thinking they really gonna go in there and put some work into somebody. Yo, <laughs> they, they did it. Some, they powerhouse. Some badass, some badasses with some nasal strips. <laughs> back. <laughs> that was they cool wanna, back then. They didn't want to get contested in the ring. You know what I'm For real. But it was it was that man that that oh six king of the ring once once he once that flipped man brought him to a whole nother level yeah I'm surprised you didn't say uh when he debuted in WWE when he took out Austin put him through the table that injured Austin that's what got him going it did but I'm saying though it was still it was still that same I felt like it was still that same Booker T from WCW. Like it wasn't the Harlem Heat, but it was the next version. And then yeah. once I feel like the old six just took him to the next level. It was like, all right, this guy's really on the map. He changed. He he was in people. He carried that King of the Ring persona for so long that it was like really like, who cares if anybody else wanted? This is the real king. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. like, this he, is the guy with <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> And to this day, right. you you watching something with him, he might have that little the, the, the little thing on his neck or, or the cape on or the crown, and that's how you, you gotta you gotta live it. Yeah. Definitely. All right, John. What about you? What was the question? <laughs> what was your favorite moment from a black wrestler? <laughs> You're gonna jump all over the place. I mean, um, the I mean, the greatest black uh, wrestler moment, and my choice, my pick for greatest WrestleMania moment is Kofi Mania. Yes, um, it's that that goes above any other. You know, I've been to a lot of WrestleManias, of course, and there's lots of great things that have happened there at that event every year throughout the years. But I'll put that at the top because I've watched that match a lot. I've watched Kofi mm. and Brian. I mean, Brian, you know, if someone asks me who my favorite wrestler is, I say Brian Danielson. I mean, I mean, it used to be Chris Benoit. <laughs> Same. But Brian, can't go wrong with Brian Danielson, especially considering that I've watched his career since before, you know, WWE, uh, when he was a you know, the Ring of Honor world champion for a whole year and change in two thousand six, that that uh, formidable year. Uh, for Booker T and Brian Danielson, um, but you know the the second you know the, you know the, before that it was uh, the Yeslemania with Brian beating you know Batista and Randy Orton, but and that was a big moment for me as a huge <clears throat> Danielson fan. Um, so for Kofi Mania to top that, that just shows you how big that was, not just for 
uh, black wrestlers, fans, people, but as pro wrestling as uh, as a whole. So yeah. that's that's that was the uh, best moment that I can think of. Yeah, that's one of the few times where somebody mm. won and I was in tears, mm. like happy tears. Yeah, I was there. Me so and BDC, good. we was there. Yeah, tears yeah. is flowing. Yeah. It, was a, it was a proud moment. It was a proud yeah. moment for that. And then you come home and you see the videos of like uh, MVP and Shad hugging. Right, right. Yeah, that. And does. all the black wrestlers were just like breaking down left and right. It's like you, you yeah. really can't top that. No. I, yeah, still it's, it's getting to me right now. Like, damn, man, that's, that dude busted his ass all these years yep. and finally get that recognition. Took him eleven years to do it. Yeah, he, he did it. And especially when they when when Xavier Woods was over there and he was breaking down, crying as he was as he was whipping the belt, whipping the belt out yeah. after they threw away Daniel Bryan's belt. It was just like you you could just feel all that. It was just like yeah, like. It was just outstanding. Yeah. Definitely. It was a good time. And that's one of my moments, too. But another similar moment is when Ron Simmons beat Vader for that title. Because that was the first time that it it happened. And then Vader ran the road. And Ron Simmons hit him with that body slam. The one, two, three. And you see that black kid in the front row jumping and legs flying up and down like, yeah, granted, I might have been like four years old, but just seeing that, that that always stuck with me. Like, all right, that's, that's pretty cool that, you know, we're the face of the company now. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, it just showed that we can do what they do, basically. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Adrian, what about you, man? Seven words. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you, nigga. <laughs> the most authentic, the most authentic, the most real, perfect moment. Authentic, all of yeah. us, all of us Spring has experienced that. Every yeah. one of us, every one of us, even yeah. some of us who shouldn't be saying that word, we have caught ourselves in that kind of situation. Like, yo, I don't care where where I am, I don't care who I'm talking to. It's going yeah. down like that's the kind of energy. That's my favorite moment. <laughs> the energy, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you know, you know, when uh, uh, Booker T got inducted into the uh, what God, the WrestleMania, the one in New York, New Jersey, 29, <laughs> 29, 29. Uh, when he got inducted into the Madison Square Garden Hall of Fame that year, and they played that clip, of course, they didn't play the entire clip. But people in the audience, some, some people in the audience were upset that other people finished what they cut out. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you can understand people. People, people, people tend to use that opportunity to just finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. damn well they go, shouldn't go to and, a know, concert. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe one person in particular was shouting it along that no one else wanted uh, them to shout it along at that WrestleMania. I mean, at that Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame inductee Donald Trump, <laughs> also at that year's Hall of Fame in 2013. Uh, Leave it to John. Oh, Leave <laughs> it to John. You know, I remember uh, when uh, the network came out. I searched for Spring Stampede and I looked for that clip. I was wondering oh, if they yeah. took it out. Nah, 
it's still up and running on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good that's a good thought process. Like, what are the top you know five things people looked up when the WWE Network premiered, and that was one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, I think Crystal that was one there. Or top two. Yeah, Booker T. You know, Booker T's promo, Spring Stampede '97. <laughs> oh. oh man, Abel, what about you? Uh, well, I'm a I'm a copy Rose right now and uh, follow the whole theme since he picked Booker T and I had Mark Henry. I'm gonna do the promo we had with John Cena when he he faked us out. Oh, the retirement! Yeah, that was great. That was money. I, I was yes. like, damn man, this guy he's about to retire. He he busted his ass and all that, and all of a sudden the the best world strongest slam. Oh my god, goosebumps! The Hall of Pain starts and then classic. Yep. Yeah. That that, that right there is a hell of a moment. That it was so believable. My- that should have kicked off a run for Mark. Oh, yeah. They killed, they killed it at the next pay per view. I want to say Cena submitted yeah. him or something. I was just yeah, like, what like, the hmm. fuck, man? Yeah, what, what was that about? Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. My man, you know, he's already emotional. So it's yep. just straight believable. My man, he, he laid it all in. That was it. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, oh, that man. Was- BDC, what about you, man? Yeah, so because I can't go with Kofi because you already said you it. Could. <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna go a little lower down the scale. I'm gonna call it the night that a black man ruled TNA. It was it was turning point 2004, the night Ely Skipper uh danced across the uh, the steel cage mm, into the Hurricane Rana. That like I every step he took, I saw him falling and breaking his neck. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he managed to make it at least what Three sides before he hit that. That's and he looked like a champ. I was like, what? I mean, Don West, he I thought his voice was gonna explode. He's <laughs> 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 like, you gotta be kidding. I'm like, I do. <laughs> but yeah, that I, I think he ended up winning like moment of the year for 2004, and that was like match of the year for him. So he like just out of nowhere, just yeah. He, he, great he, he they, it up that they still show that to this day, man. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, yeah. They still show that clip. Yep. It, it's was it's he Canadian? All, all our highlight reels are some of the top TNA moments. I, I believe was he, he Canadian, was. or was he just putting in there like hacksaw Jim Duggan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no <I'm... laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, you know why Axel went over? Because the WCW is terrible. <laughs> no, because the states didn't want to take care of his uh, medical bills, so he went to yeah, Canada. So that's why he became. Oh, uh, was that really storyline? Yeah, that's why. Oh my god. That's I mean, a great reason, storyline wise. Yeah, like, that's you know, funny, but it was like based in reality. I think he went yeah. up to Canada to have his his uh, medical bills taken care of. Oh shit! So that's why he came back with a haircut. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they had a muscle wow, with him. Eh? <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh my god, Lord! I believe yeah. John gave me that that fact. So. I'm a, yes, Don, that, that must have been one of those moments. Me and Abel were look talking to each other, and Don was doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> 
Probably because we did do one, uh, one show. I forgot when. Uh, New Blood? Did we do New Blood Hacks- Rising? Nah, but Hacksaw hit somebody with the, the two by four. All right. Four yeah. and Major Guns came out in the fear. What made it Fall Brawl 2000, something like that, or 99? One yeah, one of them. It was one of them. Ash of the Beach? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They don't like WCW. <laughs> People don't like WCW, even though they got some. They have a great talking points in WCW yeah. uh, pay-per-view shows. They did. Facts. All right, guys. Let's uh, let's kick it off with the women. Let's show them some love now. I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna have to say, you know, I love my Bianca and I love Jade, but y'all forgot about Miss Jackie. Oh, she a whole yeah, famer. <laughs> Oh, we ain't talking about her on the on the shoulders and uh, chocolate titties popping out, but <laughs> she could throw down. Hey, you know, St. Valentine's Day is coming up, so oh, exactly. Sorry. But yo, Miss Jackie could throw down. I just feel that um, she was just in the wrong era at the wrong time. That, that was it. yes. Like, she, she if she was in today's era, it'd be perfect. She's she's one that I'm that would uh, definitely cool sign for. Um, yeah, I kind of yeah. hate it that they pushed Sable so hard and they pushed her at the detriment of, of Jackie because Jackie looked 10 times better than her. But anyway. Jackie could um, actually wrestle too. Yeah, that too. And it was like they pushed Sable to the moon and Jackie, who had really earned it, was getting kind of cast aside. Well, like they said, Bruce, um, Bruce or somebody said that Vince had his type, tall, blonde, and skinny. Mm-hmm. That's why Charlotte's getting all that love. Tall, blonde, and skinny. And that chick with a lawsuit. Game <laughs> blonde, your brunette. Game 39. <laughs> brunette after they took a dump on her. Anyways. Whoa. <laughs> Man, that's <some> shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. oh, man. But hey, well, since you're talking, who you got for a female? I'm gonna go with Jazz. Old school. Good call. You know, the, yeah. Jazz East, did not ECW. get the love, the love that she really should have gotten. I know, like in recent times, I think with uh, NWA, they put um, the belt on her, and she had like a decent run for about. Like, I didn't follow about about a year or so, maybe. Mm-hmm. And from uh, I guess she was um, a parole officer at the time too. For her to deal with guys that just are just knuckleheads, or God forbid, or maybe they just fell in the wrong wrong place at the wrong time, or did something stupid, and to do that and then get back into wrestling was just as bad, if not worse, because that the cutthroatness in in business and how everybody is, and to still be a, a talent that's worth to watch, Jazz Jazz deserves a lot more love than we've been giving her. Yep, she'll be in the hall, in my opinion. She, she will be. She Agreed. definitely will be. John, wasn't she uh, what a triple threat WrestleMania 18, and when she that, retained the title, right? When Triple H runs out of female wrestlers to put in the Hall of Fame, that's when Jazz will get there. <laughs> oh man! Um, but I mean, I don't. I wasn't familiar with Jazz at all because I wasn't an ECW person. But when seeing some clips of her in ECW, you know, she's trying to be, you know, very, at that time very feminine. She's trying to be more feminine, and, and when she went to WWE, she she went more butch. Um, but you know she was she. I mean, they treat her just like they did Jacqueline. They acknowledge her as a as a good worker and as a solid like heel to be in the ring with. But they never were ever going to put anything behind her to push her right. as a top 
uh, superstar. Right. Um, but she, she, you know, she's always in the right spot, the right place at the right time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, why why not? She is definitely a top competitor in the WWE. Is she still married to Rodney Mack? I believe so. You remember him? Wow, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Rodney yeah. Mack. Yeah. yeah, I remember no. Rodney Mack. Yeah. Do you remember, bad... remember back in the Remember back in the day, Teddy Long, Roddy Mack, the White Boy Challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that oh, was man. almost that was almost going to be my favorite moment. Because <laughs> yeah. he used to get down. Oh, he used to get yeah, down on did. those. I was going to fantasy book that at the time. I was like, Roddy Mack's going to take that challenge, and maybe it was the storyline at the time. I was like, they're gonna, he's going to take that all the way to Goldberg, and they did but by that time they weren't pushing rodney mac so oh yeah <laughs> rodney mac and jazz they were married at the time and this has happened in uh wwe you know black friday layoffs over the years they've released couples they released rodney mac and jazz at the same time wow. you know they released carrying cross and scarlet at the same time mm-hmm. and trying and probably maria canellis and mike canellis at the same time so i mean they do it in pairs sometimes. It sucks. But there you go. So who do you have for your uh, favorite female? Well, you know, I'm looking at this. Uh, uh, I'm using a cheat sheet that Dom gave me a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> and and, I, and I, I'm glad it's there because there's someone that's not on it. And it's someone that I'm associated with very closely and predominantly. And that is the returning number two entrant in the 2024 Women's Royal Rumble, and that is Naomi. Um, I, I, I like you know I like Naomi, of course. I mean, I have her T-shirt. I get to feel the glow, and uh, I, you know, sometimes you know, with your when you're with your friends, you gotta just pick someone sometimes, and maybe you really like them, maybe you don't. But I really do like Naomi, and I thought that gimmick was fire. I'm like, they can take this, they take this feel the glow gimmick to WrestleMania. How awesome would that look at WrestleMania? Definitely. And they did it. WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, her hometown. I mean, they had her drop the, they had her win the title, then drop the title due to injury. But thank God she made it her way back. And yep. I was like, if she does that interest at WrestleMania, I'm going crazy in the stands, man. And that's what happened. <laughs> um, so throughout the years, I am the Naomi guy. I guy. I <laughs> I even uh, met her at work. In a work capacity, she did her first um, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Make-A-Wish for a sick kid at Mohegan Sun. And, mm-hmm. of course, you got to be professional. You don't say anything. You just do your job. But if I ever meet her in person, I'm like, hey, Naomi, do you remember your first Make-A-Wish event? She's like, yeah, of course. I was the guy to put the microphone on your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I that's like why, that. That's, that's, that's why she, she slowly backs away from me. Yeah. I felt your glow. But anyway, beyond that, you know, she's good looking. She's a good athlete. And uh, yeah, Naomi's my girl. That's a good pick. That was a fun Very WrestleMania, too. Yeah. That was a super fun. Great theme song. Yeah. Hardy Boys oh. came back. Shitty what, stadium, though. Yeah. <laughs> they refused to call it uh, Camping World, Camping World Stadium. Ugh. It was always the Centrist Bowl. Terrible. The Toilet Bowl, Janet. All right. <laughs> uh, 
All right, Rose, what about you, bro? I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks. There you go. So like, can't go wrong. Her, can't go wrong. Man, her NXT run. I, I know a lot of the the guys and, and girls NXT runs were somewhat better than others, but most of them had great runs. But her NXT run was was something different, man. Yeah. She 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 came in and took over with the, the four horsemen and women. But we're not gonna talk about the other three because it's the Black History version. So, <laughs> but. Her run at NXT, I mean, she carried it over, but I feel like that NXT run was was different, man. She, she, that was the best version of her by far, at least not in ring, but I mean, not 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 contractly or, uh, you know, but her in ring ability and the more time they gave her, it was just, yeah, her matches was golden. Yeah, and that match yeah. she had with uh, Bianca at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. yes, that was good. yes, that was real good. Yes, for real. Another powerful moment right there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Sasha and Snoop goes a cousin. Yeah, and Snoop is her cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, BDC, what about you, bro? Well, my pick is always going to be Miss Jackie. So, since we already know about her, we're going to take a minute to talk about somebody who doesn't get a whole lot of recognition. We talk about Jay Cargill on the body and the specimen of who she is. And as of right now, how she's learning her talent. So we're going to talk about before Jay Cargill, there was a young lady by the name of Linda Miles. Wow, Shaniqua. Yeah, Shaniqua. Wow. Who had who had the body. She had the look. She had all of that. She had very limited exposure in the ring because they, they put her along with two dudes and made her a dominatrix. Uh, yep. They, you know... I thought that she had the ability to be pushed, mm-hmm. but at that time it was it was all about just you know making gimmicks out of everybody. So she became Shaniqua, and she just became a valet, and that was pretty much it. I think I think she had she got a shot, I think she could have gone she could have gone places with it, but you know maybe we'll wow. see Jay Cargill rise up and we'll realize that that could have been Linda back in the day. Hey, BDC, can I ask you something? Fire away. Do you remember when JBL clotheslined her from hell and swollen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Linda Shaniqua, he developed these things due to the swelling. <laughs> what a fat, sad thing. Oh, Lord. I don't remember much of her at the time. I really don't remember much back of her now. at the time. Yeah. She looked the part. Yeah, yeah, she absolutely looked the part. I mean, I I'm just gonna I don't really know. I'm I'm just gonna guess using a, the best guess I can. Um it's either the it's gotta be the two thousand four No Way Out pay per view February mm-hmm. or the two thousand three one. I think that's the only if it's like you ask, Hey, where do you think I could find a Bastion Brothers and Shaniqua match? I'm like, I think oh three or oh four no way out, but that's just a guess. <laughs> Because they were not, I mean, like obviously we were. I remember them, uh, Shaniqua and the Bastion Brothers and the Dominatrix stuff. Yep. Um, but I can't really pinpoint them to any great match or anything. Um, yeah, so you're, you're you're not you're they're they're not putting up any five star matches. No, this no. it's not happening. So no. the, the focus is more on uh, her tag team that she was managing than herself. But uh, as soon as you're leading that way, BDC, I was like, oh no. 
then he said it. Good one, though. Good oh, one. man. Yeah, I wasn't expecting her. I forgot all about her, actually. She, yeah. um, I seen something on Facebook. She popped up. I think she's like a college referee or a WNBA yeah. referee nowadays. Yep. She, she's a, she's a referee now. Mm. Nice. Yeah. So, Adrian, what about and, you? Oh, go ahead. My bad. And to your credit, John, it was indeed no way out. Two thousand and four. Nice. And you know what we're talking about in February. No way out. Huh? 2004. We're talking about that show this year, too. <laughs> All right. There. 04. Let's go for they, lost, they lost a handicap match to Rikishi and Scotty Too Hot. Mm. Oh, hey, my hey, goodness. Hey. Huh, I wonder if she made it to WrestleMania 20. Uh, probably not. <laughs> they probably fired her. No. <laughs> that was a five-hour oh, show. Yeah. The original long-ass WrestleMania. WrestleMania 20. Oh, hours. Jeez. The greatest WrestleMania ever. Where it all began. Again? All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Adrian, what about you? I'm going to shout out Awesome Kong, man. Awesome Kong awesome. was always, <laughs> always one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, she looked the part. She was intimidating. She's a good, good worker. Um, mm -hmm. Even as of recently, like, you know, unfortunately, she didn't really get to do much in AEW, but the potential was there for her to do something. Yep. So uh, shout out to her. Also, she did a great job in that uh, series Glow. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she did. She killed it on there. So she showed she range. That character she had. Mm -hmm. The welfare queen. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, was so I mean, yeah. Nah, the but, disrespect. Uh, yeah, Awesome Kong was always one of my favorites, so I want to shout out her for sure. I'm surprised you didn't mention her, Abel. I wanted to give you a curveball. <laughs> or maybe Every time you think I got the answers, I change the questions. <laughs> All right, well, you gonna, I'm changing the question right now, but I'm going to ask you the question. Um, the future is now. The future is bright. Who do you see in the world of professional wrestling right now that could be that guy or gal to be your next rock or who uh, I want to say um, that kind of goes to what I want to say, like who's your uh, Mount Rushmore, but I don't know who you consider the best black athlete of all time. So, Basically, who's gonna be that guy or who's gonna be that gal? Who's your future? Who me? Yeah, for you. The future would for, for black wrestling right now would have to be Jade for the females and for the men, you'll be shocked. Trick Williams. I'm I got you. I got trick. Good call. I got trick, trick, that, trick trick is reminding me of Booker T coming up in WCW where that slow grind, you you don't see it coming. He he had his tag team run for a little bit. He breaks away. He he finally gets that one or two matches where he's right there. And now in the crowd, the crowd the other day, I was like, Yeah. Yeah. He he is Hello. over. I went to I went to NXT Hello. deadline and 
when his theme song went off, yo, the place went nuts, man. It's crazy. What I was trick. thinking it would have been Montez at this point, but I don't know what what he did or what's going on. Maybe the show or but WWE pumped the brakes real quick. I'm like, what are you doing? Let that Mack <laughs> truck keep rolling. Like he knows what he's doing, but they better not do that with Trick, man, because someone gonna whip that trick. <laughs> I, I think I think the problem with I think the problem with Montez is that they see the street profits as money. So as long as they see the street profits as money, Montez is not going to get a chance to shine on his own. Oof. That's mm. I agree. I yeah. agree. They Why are break money, them up? but right. But Why break them up? Go... They together they golden. Yeah, they could go the, the new day route though. When Big E won the championship, yeah, they were still they together, all... but yeah. you know they can still shine. It's different because it's they still got a tag team. It, yeah, you know it's technically different, different with three than two. Because Big E can break off. You knew that was bound to happen and he was going to break off but still be a part. You can't really break off Montez because then it's a matter of, of Angelo proving that he can do it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he can. I, I believe but, so. But the thing of it is, is if they don't have that much confidence in Angelo doing it on his own, then why take him away from Montez who you know who can? Damn. Yeah. Angelo can't really talk like that. That's that's one of his main issues, right there. No, I don't know. I I'll you'd be surprised. I mean, I would, I'd argue that Angelo Dawkins can talk better than Montez. Yeah, I, I can say that. Yeah. Hmm. You may maybe you haven't seen it yet, but just something about him, man. Just I don't know. I see something that is that we're not seeing, but I mean, he's gonna show uh, it. Dawkins, Dawkins could go the oh. way of uh, of Tucker. Remember him? Heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Tells his Otis. Well, I, yeah. I think I think Dawkins got a natural edge to him. It's just, yep. it's just he's got to be able to show it. You don't. Or I don't see the singles competitor. I, I think is they haven't given him the the opportunity to show that edge and to show that mm-hmm. he can go singles and produce for them. But I give him just give him a, give him a month, give him a month run and show you what he's got. Well, maybe being part of the Pride will help him. Not after what happened with uh, AOP. Yeah, oh, man, they've been getting, getting the brakes beat off of them, man. Week after week, bro. Week after week. We won't. E- we won't even get started on that. What's with Paul Ellering in the one white glove? The hell? He's on his Michael uh, Jackson flow. That's what. Without the glitter. <laughs> All right, so uh, agent, who you got? Uh, man, I was gonna say Trick Williams, so let me let me go ahead and say uh, the easy, obvious answer of Jade Cargill. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. ahead and take that. Um, she she looks a million bucks, and she's in the right situation now. She has the right people in her ear. She has the talent. She seems to have the drive and the people want to see her succeed. So um, I'm optimistic that Triple H does the right thing with her in the sense of not rushing her out because she's still got things to learn. But all the talent is there. It's no need to rush her. Fortunately, you have one of the best rosters in company history at this point. No point whatsoever should you be rushing out Jay Cargill 
for any match just for her to get exposed and therein dragged by wrestling fans because you know people are waiting people are waiting for her to screw up just mm-hmm. so they could say see she shouldn't i mean she she didn't belong at AEW anyway or any of that craziness so yeah. i'm hoping that they continue to do the right thing rumble was very made me more optimistic about their direction with her yep i agree all right you know i kind of want to see at first i want to see her and uh bianca at wrestlemania which it's too, too soon, soon. Yeah. It, it's too, too soon. soon yeah you you, you soon. need yeah. to build up so i kind of want to see them to become a tag team and run the the damn division yeah. i kind of want to see that and then build it to wrestlemania 41. yeah but there's yeah. only yeah. one or there's like a jealousy right there yeah yeah it's a perfect they, opportunity they, they do man. that perfect opportunity no need to hot shot book that yeah. i mean you got two stars yeah. you got two stars let the people wait if the people want it you let them wait that's that's an old rule in pro wrestling if yep. the people are hot for it let them wait hey it's you like food, when, in the, uh, food in the crock pot uh, keep it on low yeah. you remember how they made us wait for daniel bryan yes Lamania? yeah yeah they we, made us we wait forced, every we, month we, we everybody was getting mad about that shit. hell yeah yeah thank you punk. but you know <laughs> this dude he wins the title. Orton cashes in on him, and just just keep on going. One big cycle. Yep. He faced uh, uh, Bray Wyatt in a steel cage yep. match at the Royal Rumble. I want to say. Yep. He didn't make it in the Royal Rumble match. I think that was a Raw, actually, bro. No, nah, it was Raw. Yeah, yeah. Was raw? The match was oh, wow. what it was. It like the week after Rumble. They did have a match at the. They Rumble. did have a match at Rumble, good. but that cage match was. That was Monday Night Raw. Hanging out with John, oh, wow. you know, get that strap facts. <laughs> one of the worst Daniel <laughs> Bryan action figures is the one him wearing a jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was horrible. <laughs> but, yeah, they made us wait, and mm-hmm. we got what we wanted. At that's, that's, another, that's another topic for another time, but they, they, they fell into that one. There was no plans or designs for uh, Daniel Bryan to be for Gesselmania to happen. None at all. They right. just fell into it thank you cm punk thank you batista thank you fans hating on batista winning the rumble instead of roman reigns that year imagine that um so it was just it just came together like that but it wasn't they didn't they didn't book it that way they fell into it yeah i think i think to a degree they're doing that with uh cody right now has finished a story not as dude don't want two rumbles in a row got beat by Roman last year if they decide they want to have Roman Roman take the record for a longest streak in modern history he's going to get beat again and then then we're going to have to see what happens after that unless they really consider giving him a shot at Seth Rollins which I don't understand because that title has no lineage it doesn't we'll see Mm-hmm. It's the work, the worker man's title. That's your daddy's title. Well, someone had to create it. <laughs> like it's your daddy's title, except it wasn't around when your daddy was was wrestling. I'd rather get the one that my dad never got a chance to get. Not the one that being the best. Right. I don't know. Right. 
finish the story, goddammit. I'm tired of this. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> it's a long book. <laughs> Facts. Choose your own finish adventure. Finish it in 2K. Finish it in 2K, long. that's all. Uh, <laughs> Raj, who you got? Wait, what's the question? The future is now. Who's the future? Been a lot of Trick Williams talk, been a lot of Jay Cargill talks. The future. It's still, it's still Bianca. Bianca's still the future. Okay. We've seen a lot of it, but I feel like it's just nothing that was there was nothing going on at the time. She, you know, wrestling all the other women wrestlers was either up and down with Ronda Rousey, didn't know what's going on with her. Charlotte kept getting injured. You know, Becky was pregnant. Like her run was like it was good, it was a good run, but it was like Right now is the peak. There's way more female wrestlers that's able to compete with that, with her, with with everybody. Like it's it's, it's at its it's at its prime right now. So she's still a, I think she's still a future. Um, again, she carried the company at at a time that it was wasn't too many that was really on top. A lot of the wrestlers still come female wrestlers still coming up or was mm. you know was out. So she still got another run in her. I feel like a big another big run in her. They just gotta figure out a way of doing it right. I agree. Uh, yeah. All right. BDC, what about you? Yeah. So I mean, I, I gotta go with Trick, and I look at it like they they tried to push Mellow because you know Mellow don't miss, and somehow he completely missed the fact that Trick was passing him. Mm. That's a bar. Because Trick, I mean, Trick is legitimately just like he done built up with no help from anybody. They haven't been pushing Trick at all. Hell They've no. been pushing the mellow, mellow this, Mellow that. It's him. They've been pushing Mellow hard as hell. And Trick is, in the meantime, he's the one that's getting over. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, this current storyline right now is a – as a storyline has been drug out like six months about who attacked them, and they still trying to say it's mellow after six months. It, it, it they're literally just dragging it along to kind of keep mellow in the picture with that. Mellow should have been it's, a smackdown by, by now, but he's still on yeah. NXT. Why is that? Makes sense. Because the guys running the show did not believe in them. Right, they still they still like the bigger wrestlers. Even though it's a Triple H taking over, you can still see it. They like the bigger wrestlers. Yeah, you know, and it's crazy because it was like when Trick was getting started, it was like, okay, yeah, you know, another big guy, stuff like that. But then after a while, you start to see little things. It's like he's starting to get over like Dream did a couple of years ago when Dream yes. Over was huge. Yeah, he was. And it was things that he wasn't even trying to do. It was just happening. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where Trick is now. Now, don't get me wrong. Booker T singing to a song <laughs> it certainly helps. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? But uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So it's like, but he he's he's legit and he's showing it, and fans are catching on to him. And mm -hmm. now it's like it's almost to a point where it's like they they really can't afford to mess this up. It's like a one-shot deal. Either you're gonna ride him out, or you're gonna bury him. At this yeah. point, yeah, I agree. Yep. John, what about you? 
Well, let's turn the page. Turn the promotion for just a little bit, if you will. Baby. The man of the future, the man of the hour, the tower of power, p -p -p powerhouse Hobbs. He is the future. <laughs> uh, I really do like powerhouse Hobbs a yeah. lot. Um, you know, and I just, you know, uh, with the recent passing of Ice Train, you know, powerhouse yeah. Hobbs, physically, physically the, the, the look. Kind of look looks like uh, Ice Train, and I never got it as a kid. Why Ice Train didn't get a push, and that's actually a note I had for this show tonight was to mention why didn't Ice Train get any love from anyone? You know, he yeah. was—I mean, he he debuted as a part of Fire and Ice when I started watching wrestling, but he was in WCW before that, and mm -hmm. you know, went to Germany and he wrestled around there and he yeah. came to WCW for a spell or two. But anyway. Um, but I like Powerhouse Hobbs a lot, and um, uh, in the, the AEW Fight Forever game, I made a, a little bit of a point in saying, you know, if you're playing a video game for the very first time, it could be a wrestling game, you know, like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or something. You're gonna pick, you're gonna pick two fighters for some reason. Maybe it's random. Maybe you're just like, uh, I know this guy's name, or this one's more famous. And the first match I played when I opened AEW Fight Forever. Was playing as Powerhouse Hobbs versus Sting. <laughs> so Ooh. something in the back of my head said, I'm going to play Powerhouse Hobbs. And of course, I love the Stinger. So nice. Uh, but that's my choice for uh, the future of black superstars in pro wrestling, Powerhouse Hobbs. Tom? Well, for me, it's uh, it's been tricked. It's been Jade. But it's also one other guy that who's over. And when he does win the AEW title, I hope he comes back to WWE because Triple H could push him to the moon. And that's he didn't my do it man. before. He still has somebody behind the scenes that's not there right now, but that's Swerve. Oh, Shane Swerve man. Strickland. I'm mad. I, I, I was thinking that while he, we were talking to He got over it organically, man. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy. He is so hot right now, too, man. Just, oh my God. I just. Hope uh, AEW push them to the moon and oh, they will. don't look back. Like, <clears throat> don't mess this one up. You can't. Like, I'm rooting for you, AEW. Like, like seriously, like this dude with Prince Nadan, the man oh. who I didn't want his autograph back in the day. We are eating crow. We are eating crow right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. The tables have turned. <laughs> Yo, it's one random Ring of Honor show. He's like, you want my autograph? I'm like, nah, I'm all set. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, but now look at him. Chris Nana doing the damn thing. And, yo, Swerve is just straight over. And then the first time I seen Swerve in action, it was in uh, WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans. And uh, when he came out to the All Night Long theme song, and he, he engaged to the, the crowd. The crowd had him over his wrestling abilities. He's good. He is good. You know he reminds. Hell, I, I, I love I love to see Trick and Swerve in the ring against each other. You know how much he reminds me of, but you'll never figure it out because he doesn't have the comedy relief. Our truth. He's golden. Yo, our truth. <laughs> our truth is golden, man. Match. If you look back from when he was, we knew he had the uh, NWA title. You put him in any match, and our truth was the man. Mm-hmm. And looking at uh, Swerve right now, he doesn't need that comedy relief bullshit. 
but you put him in GCW, all these other indies where you're like, what the hell is he doing over here? And he just puts in work and just A1, man. So yeah, that's the one comparison I can have just because body of work, ability to work with anybody, and just just morph into whatever he needs to be for that time, for that show, whatever it is. That's that's that dude. So yeah, He's entertainer. Yes. yes, he entertainer. Or yes. truth, yes. entertainer. So that that if, right there. If I start a promotion today, I sign our truth. I would right. sign our truth, and I sign Swerve right now too. Yeah, and, I got issues with Swerve, but I, I I feel him. I mean, I feel people enjoying him. I'm not a fan of the person, but the performer, I I, I respect it for sure. All right. And as far as truth, I mean, truth got people calling one man two different names. <laughs> Tom and Nick. <laughs> yeah. no. He's the only body, he's the only person that could get away with that. Only person that could get away with that. Our truth is golden, man. That, that, he's yeah. a diamond in the rough. I'm telling you. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, Little no, Jimmy. No. <laughs> Just, uh, it works, man. What a pop. He came out number 24 or 26 at the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh, my it calls God. By Hall- it calls by Holly to get eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> Was it another Royal Rumble? He brought the ladder and trying to start climbing up the yeah, money in the bank. You can say you can say truth It's like, come on, man, that's corny. If you read it, you know, if, like, if you read it, and it's like, ah, oh, that's corny. That's like, man, experience our truth. He's someone to experience. Um, but as for uh, Swerve Strickland, yeah, I forgot about that guy. But he he he's been around a long time, and I was never yeah. a, never a fan of his. I just like I don't get it. I really don't get it. So he's one of those guys in in aew where seeing his body of work there it's kind of like all right you won me over man you know yeah. like you you're great you know and it's like you should be getting pushed and at that time uh he got a little bit of one then they put him away for a little while now he's back and now he's getting the push and hopefully it sustains and we'll see what happens with hangman and uh samoa joe but mm-hmm. um man he's 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 it right now yeah he is it he got that edge. He got yeah. that dog in him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Final topic of the night. Mount Rushmore. Who is your Mount Rushmore of black wrestlers? I'll kick it off. So, like I said, when I was a child and I seen this man win the title, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons had a major impact in uh you know me being a wrestling fan because after ron simmons became farouk and when he was in a nation of domination at that time like you know that opened your eyes like like i said me being like going to a catholic school i could relate but all right like i'm surrounded all these white dudes i'm all hearing all the stuff in the in the news and whatnot but then you hear about like nation of islam and farrakhan all stuff like that and everything else going on in the world and like he was just like a, I'm not gonna say a bitter black man, but he was just telling like it is. Yep. And and he was just a great wrestler. And then, and then for him to evolve after that to accolade to the APA, and then how he could just, you know, do what we do and just sit there, play cards, talk shit, and fight and drink beer. That's that's the life right there. That's that's <laughs> that's like every <laughs> that's like every man's dream right there. So I got Farouk on mine, Ron Simmons, and you know. I got the most electrifying man in all entertainment, 
even though he really claims it's Samoan side, but your daddy black, everybody know that. Yeah. So, but he he's definitely up there, and his name, the next guy's name, and popped up, you know, tonight a lot of times. Booker T. I was a big Booker T. guy. WCW. I was a big Harlem Heat guy. Uh, and my fourth, this dude, he uh, he was a great. He's a great wrestler. He's still active and. He dominated in TNA as well. I'm gonna have to go with Lashley. Oh, yep. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to say. Lashley, Lashley's the truth. I wish he had more. That that rivalry he had with Drew for the title, that shit was amazing. I wish he had tapped Plus, off Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That pisses me off to this day. He had him, and yet the WWE did not give us what we really wanted. How, how are you gonna have three matches? And they all suck. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but I like, like my man Big E says, big meaty man slapping meat. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, I like the that's going at it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like that. Like, I, I like a physical fight. I, I like you, that. You wait a that. minute. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hold nothing back. All right, Vince, calm down. <laughs> Wait a you minute. You got to go in the back room with the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Man. All right, but Agent, what you got? All right, uh, I got Ron Simmons. I I echo your sentiment for sure. The Rock, obviously. I added Bianca Belair because out of all the black women performers. She has the highest ceiling, and mm -hmm. she's actually delivering. She's already main event at WrestleMania. That's a huge accomplishment, and the sky's the limit with her. You know, talent, talent alone. Uh, last person, Durag Vince McMahon. No, 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 I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. My, my last person, Teddy Long, the legend, yes. Teddy Long. Oh. Shout out to him. Uh, hello, one of. Hello. Yeah, one of the first black refs that I ever saw growing up. Yeah. And just mm -hmm. his val I mean his manager work. He managed the Undertaker. Uh he managed a number of tag teams. And like we mentioned earlier, Rodney Mack, like he's been around and he's one of the coolest people to yes. ever meet at a WrestleCon or any of those shows. One of the nicest guys. He'll spend the whole day talking to you. He's one of the coolest guys ever, so I gotta add Teddy. Nice. Yeah, Abel, who you got? Gotta go with Ron. Obviously, that dude influenced so many black wrestlers. Had mentorship for The Rock, so I gotta add The Rock too with all his influence. Especially the dude is <laughs> his. He's got his hand on everything, and it's just turning into gold. So I gotta add him. Gotta go with uh, Mark Henry, number three. Because he helped the uh, two girls that are, are pretty much in WD right now call them his daughters, Jay Cargill and Bianca. He found them girls and he's yep. putting them in a position to win. So Mark Henry's in there. And for a female, I'm going to put uh, Jazz. That the long I go with longevity, match wise, um, being able to work with other females and put on a show. I mean, like I said, she just got done wrestling maybe a few years ago, and she was still mm -hmm. putting on a hell of a show. And I just don't want her her legacy to be like 
misguided or not even like forgotten because she really put on the show for us. And yeah, it's regardless if it's pro wrestling, it's, it is sports entertainment. And anytime I seen jazz, I just stopped what I was doing and just watched the matches. And I was always entertained. So All that's right. my, that's a good list. Yeah. Rose, what about you? Um, I mean, I'm a Marriott three with, with, with Farouk or Ron Simmons, Rob and uh, Booker T. Course, probably one of my favorites, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Bianca Belair. I mean, I'm I'm sorry with Sasha Banks because with Bianca they co co highlighted WrestleMania as the first Black women to do it, but um Sasha she carried it she carried it for a while. You know what I'm saying when it wasn't when that Black Black female wrestler was gone for the most part, Sasha carried it, man. She 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 brought it back and she she made it look good about it. But, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with with, with Rock Farouk and, and Booker T, man. It was, yeah, of course, it's a preference, or you know, you might want to add somebody different just because they they they're pretty common. But man, they they left their mark on on WWE WWF. Definitely, that, that's that's un unprecedented, man. Some of them, the Rock became the biggest thing since sliced bread. Farouk set all the boundaries, broke all the rules, did it all. Lay the lay the line down for everybody else, yeah. and it's King Booker. King <laughs> one only, Booker. one only. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with those four, man. I mean, there's so many others you could pit up there. Between from preference to you know just his career highlights, but if I can add a fifth, I'm gonna just say the Chuckyard Dog because I like this. You know, I'm surprised <laughs> nobody <laughs> mentioned him tonight. <laughs> I'm very surprised nobody mentioned him. Chuck Dog. It's hard to put in Junkyard because I didn't watch him growing up. I think he came in the WD after his like best runs in Memphis. So like if you go back, I don't even know where the tapes are at for mm-hmm. for Junkyard, but he he had Hogan like runs down down south. I I really Definitely. wish I could yes. like watch more Definitely. stuff like that. It's it's unparalleled what he could have done. But I guess by the time Vince got him, he was like, eh, I got my guy. Fuck this guy. He yeah, had a, a terminator features, man. He come down and ring that big old chain rope around your neck. <laughs> oh, wrestle him. <laughs> Barking at me. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but his weight was going up too, so that was an issue for no, his right. downfall. So. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. That dude, everything that dude oversold everything. As soon every time somebody hit him, he was he just went yes. kill him. <laughs> 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 Oh man, job. He had a match in a WCW. Uh, who? Who did he go get? Vader or something like that? I, I don't remember. I think it was like in '92. I remember staying in his corner or something like that. It was it was a wild match. It was just weird to see him like he was just like like big pot belly old version of himself. Yeah. It wasn't the same. Yeah. It was just crazy. Like he wasn't thumping or jiving or nothing like that. It was just a complete different version of himself at the time. And, you know, it just sucked. Like, from watching his, uh, you know, down south stuff to his, you know, King Harley race days and all that stuff like that. Like, it was like a complete shell of, him, uh, his, of, of himself, that's something to say. Well, like so. Dave Chappelle said, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Was he on the different time period? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Sad. A whole different time period. I'm glad I never got into that shit. Still time. 
<laughs> never too late. <laughs> Don't give up. Uh, never give oh, up. Lord. You can do it. <laughs> I got connections oh, to Miami. Oh, <laughs> I that was powdered sugar. Oh Lord. All right, BDC. What about you? All right. I'm uh, I'm going strictly from historical context. So Ron Simmons, first black uh, NWA champ. Kofi Kingston. First black WWE champ, Bianca and um, Sasha Banks. First black women that were headlined on WrestleMania. Yeah, man, you can't go wrong. Damn. Yeah, Everything man. that we said on our list, like our Mount Rushmore, you can't go wrong. Yep. Because they all yeah. did something <laughs> that's going to be, you know, monumental in life. And you're going to, you know, remember that shit. Yep. I agree. John? John. Well, I'm glad Dom just said that because I'm going to mess it all up right now for you. Because how can we forget about Soul Train Jones? Oh, shit. <laughs> I know you were going to bring that up. Oh, no. oh. I mean, it's, it's amazing how, how much we left out, how much we did not acknowledge a lot of black superstars. Um, but... Uh, when we started the show, I already wrote my Mount Rushmore down. I started to write it down, and we've been doing the show for about an hour now, and I keep looking at it, and it really hasn't changed much, even after listening to all you guys. Um, there are some similarities here, but let's go down the list here, and I'll give you reasons why, hopefully. <clears throat> but first on my list is that guy that's kicked off the show, that Pearl River powerhouse, Ahmed Johnson, because he was that influential to me when I first got into wrestling. <clears throat> that's it, plain and simple. He's the first guy you saw, the first guy you loved, you know? So that's why Ahmed Johnson is there on my list. Next up is Booker T uh, in the same manner, but just in WCW, you know? And, you know, following his career, yeah, he's just a tech. I mean, he was already in WCW in a, in a tag team for a couple of years. But when I saw him, he was still part of that tag team. And, you know, he... He started that singles run, and uh, maybe you saw it on Instagram or not, but he had a singles match against the Macho Man, like a real one. And it's like, what? When did that happen? Uh, but, of course, he'd have a, you know, a a real, like, you know, like some of the guys won the WCW world title later, and it's like it really wasn't the WCW world title. And take that, Cody Rhodes. Um, but Booker T was a real WCW champion, and, you know, he went to WWE, he had a, Long, great career there. Um, should have won the title at WrestleMania 19. Didn't. Yes. Um, but anyway, Booker T, he's already on your list. So enough said, right? And as well as my next, the third one is Ron Simmons. Um, he's kind of a little <clears throat> bit before my time, but he's also at the time I started watching wrestling also. And just like Dom said, you know, from... Influ being a big influence in the early 90s all the way to transforming his character toward the the early 2000s you know and still being uh a relevant impactful character on wwe and damn, damn. and number four <laughs> is uh number four is bianca belair uh she i mean even though i am the naomi guy i'm also a huge bianca belair fan and I will 
defend her to no end to anyone for, that doesn't like her. I'm like, well, you cannot deny if you don't like her, her look, her gimmick, her personality, the way she talks, you will not deny her athletic ability in the ring. She is the best female wrestler in the company. And I mean, unfortunately her match with Asuka didn't live up to the incredibly high standard. She left main eventing with Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Um, it was still good, but it was, uh, it was better. Um, and maybe this year she'll have a match that meets expectations, but that's my Mount Rushmore. Ahmed Johnson, Booker T, Ron Simmons, and the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. Nice. Can't go wrong. That's a perfect nice. list, like you said. Yeah. All these women and guys, they did the damn thing. And, you know, it's great wrestling. Great, yep. great people. Can't go wrong. Well, Ahmed Johnson's a piece of shit, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't you can't go wrong. But uh, any final thoughts, guys? Like anything you want to mention? Any moments or any wrestlers you want to see get pushed into the future? Well, I, I think I'm going to take a moment to um, announce another Mount Rushmore. This is the Mount Rushmore of jobbers. Um, what I call the put me over. Soul Train Jones. <laughs> so on that list is Special Delivery Jones. Um, was he a jobber? WrestleMania Legend. Jones, like, yeah. He, yeah, he used to get his can kicked often. Um, you know, you have Alicia Fox. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Fox. Foxy, baby. You had Bad News Brown. Uh, before my time. Shout yeah. Out. That dude came out with a rat. black glove. He he had a In black a glove rat. on. And just came out. He looked he looked like he literally just like left the motel somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then he talked tough and then he get and then he get his can kicked in the ring. <clears throat> Even though he's probably the toughest guy on that roster, and that uh, and that's the crazy part because it's like you wouldn't want to fight him on the street. Uh, he would literally whoop your ass, but in the ring, he put people over left and right. That sucks. Yep. Like if you, I don't know what it was about him that they didn't like, but <laughs> yep, yep. I didn't want to say it. I mean, we pod, man. We pod, we pod. We pod, we pod. Let's keep we it know. a bug. We know, we we know what time it was. Are you trying to hide your face or something? <laughs> <laughs> and um, even though the fourth guy, he when his career started, he was kind of a guy that was making some waves and getting some victories towards the end of his career. He started to become a jobber, and that's uh, my boy Coco Beware. Ooh, oh, legend! Man. Yeah, because yeah. he, because he, when he started out, he was he was unique. He had a gimmick. He had his bird, mm-hmm. and you know he was out there. He was scoring W's. Then he ended up tagging with Owen Hart for a oh, while. Yeah, and then after that, he just started getting L's left and right. Never understood. I was like, well, he used to be a popular guy. He used to be a star at some point. And then all of a sudden, the L's just. Started coming, so it's that backstage um drama. Yeah, yeah. You don't kiss the ring. Another legit tough guy back yeah. there. Yep. 
Yes. Yeah. I, I've heard stories. Not he's not to be fucked with. No, not at all. Don't fuck with the bird. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if anyone's seen it. Like uh, also on Instagram, it's like someone put a, a highlight reel of Coco Beware's devastating finishing maneuver. I didn't even know he had one. Yeah, uh, I didn't know either until I saw it the other day. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! It looked like an it you know, the implant DB. Implant DDT, but it looked more like a brain buster, yeah. you know, a real brain buster from the '80s. And like you know, the '80s ring, <laughs> donk, donk, donk. Oh man, it was brutal. It's like, where was this Coco Beware? Holy smokes! Thanks, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Vince. Yeah. You know, I had this one moment that crossed my mind. It's a a significant moment, not like one of the best moments but this dude he worked his ass off that he worked his ass off so much that the fans said please sign Cedric Alexander and Triple H gave him the acknowledgement yes. at the Cruiserweight Classic he had a hell of a match mm-hmm. with Kota Ibushi in the second round of the Cruiserweight Classic Cedric Alexander like I wish they did more with that man you know? yeah, yeah. lost in the sauce man I mean, you you say a lot about AEW having too many guys in their talent pool, but WWE's in the same boat, man. They have a lot of guys. They don't use that rotation like they should be. I really don't know where they could have gone with them. Maybe Mike-wise, he probably doesn't have it. I mean, you have all these promo classes. You can develop this guy, but come on now. I mean, you had had an entire show essentially uh, in – essentially dedicated to the cruiserweight division yep and unfortunately we know how Vince feels about cruiserweight yeah you could have really you could have really used that to really showcase the cruiserweights and really blow them up to main to to kind of main event status i mean wcw did it with did it with their cruiserweights at one point i mean hell where do you think eddie guerrero came from yeah it was a cruiserweight yeah. ray mysterio cruiserweight you got all these guys that were cruiserweights that they developed into like big time stars that they you had to take notice when they joined WWE and you have guys like that in your company and you just fumbled the bag left and right with. But do you yeah. do you think Cedric had that kind of charisma like a Eddie or Jericho or Mysterio? Because just watching them back charisma? in the day, they just oh. with the mass, they had charisma. So charisma wise, charisma wise, nah, he's not touching. He's not touching them charisma wise, but talent wise, he had that in space. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, athletically. I mean, athletically, I mean this dude is literally an indie legend. Yeah, for some yeah. of the stuff that he's done, the some of the stuff that he's done. So you could have you could have built off of some uh, off of any part of that to make him bigger than you actually did make him. But then again, like you said, Vince is in charge and. Indies and he, oh, yeah, coming from the Indies. And only thing he did, he was good in the ring of honor. Him, only thing he did was throw him in the hurt business, which I love the hurt business, but you yeah, throw him yeah, in the hurt business worked. because and Lashley's at the head. And pause, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Lashley's at the head, it was successful, don't get me wrong, but Cedric doesn't really get a chance to shine, neither does Shelton Benjamin. I was about to say that. It was all about Lashley and MVP. Yep. You don't really get to shine. Shelton was overlooked like crazy. Right. And then once once they separated them, they basically made the two of them a comedy act. Yep. 
That's what they did. Yeah. Shelton, Shelton was beyond athletic. Definitely. Yeah. He's one of them guys that should have got one of the better pushes, but He's whatever it was. It's the mic skills, man. He just couldn't cut that promo where you're just like, all right, that's why we need to push Shelton. Mm. Should have kept him with Charlie Hawes. Yeah, that tag team was – but if you they need they need no no Mike skills, man. They they came in the ring and did stuff that he's like, yo, how they doing that? Or Steiner like basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was he was still getting over even when he had his mama, the, the right. chick from the Campbell's suit. I hated like, that. Out there. <laughs> I hated that. That was that guy was so trash. But <laughs> yeah, he, he was still getting over though. Like he was on TV every week, right. so he was still getting some time to shine. But Brock like, Lesnar didn't have. Brock Lesnar wasn't charismatic. Brock Lesnar couldn't talk for years. That's it. Yeah. He couldn't talk That's for years. It. They threw Paul Heyman on him and he became gold. It's ways now around. He it. somewhat talked, but for years, he, Paul Heyman was doing all his talking for him. Yep. Yeah. They yep. bring managers so, back. So I, you can't even use that because it's like you could you could put people on him to, to talk for him right. if you really wanted to do that. Right. They didn't want to you do can that. dress him up. You can dress yeah. anybody up. Yeah. It's yeah. pro wrestling. John? What? <laughs> what? Wow. Something to add, something to, add uh, to uh, this this list here. Well, I, as I was writing my notes and uh, writing about all the people that we did not mention, um, one person, a few people that didn't get mentioned. One was Rich Swan. Everybody remember oh, Rich Swan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a good dude. Then he had some uh, domestic issues, and pff, there he went. Um, and uh, anyone remember TNA's and Kurt Angle's ex girlfriend, Raka Khan? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. Other, other honorable mentions, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, absolute Ricky Stocks. Ah, uh, yes. The uh, future of flight ricochet. No. Is he black? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't know. I ain't know he's black or not. Well, he did. He was uh, Lionel Richie's all night long before uh, Swerve did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know, and and I know we mentioned you know Kofi and Biggie a little bit, but collectively as the New Day, we did not talk about them at all. Um, right. The new day, I mean, they're they're still kicking it. They refuse to be broken up, and we all agree with that. But right now, they're just a broken group, and you know, we're all and when they're advertising that few, that uh, former WWE champion weeks ago that ended up being Jinder Mahal, <laughs> I was hoping it was Big E. And yeah, me too. Some people are just saying he'll never come oh, back. He's still thinking about it. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. I was kind of hoping he would come back when they was getting their cans kicked like, on uh, SmackDown. Right. right. I, I was hoping. I still think that could be a possibility. They they were outnumbered by um, Imperium. By was it? Yeah, Imperium? yeah, it was Imperium. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, eh? <laughs> Biggie, Gunter. Oh man, then Gunter would break his neck again. <laughs> I was um, hoping Biggie came back at the Rumble. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. would have been so. <laughs> yeah, it would have been amazing. Yeah, ain't he from Tampa too? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. man, hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought. That all and place would have went crazy. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, and 
yeah, so that's that's those are the few that I remember <laughs> when I put them down. Such such luminaries, right? Raka Khan and <laughs> yeah. questionable ricochet. So. Well, we we also forgot about a gentleman by the name of Charles Wright. You might know him as the Godfather. <laughs> Nobody said the Godfather. That's true. Yeah. I, I had him on my list too. The Nation of Domination. He was yeah. about badass man. That dude, <clears throat> yep. that dude was a a badass. He only he was, was only Papa Shango because he was too yeah. pretty. Vince McMahon thought he was too pretty. <laughs> yeah, another another gentleman who likes to eat worms. Oh, oh over two. <laughs> Yeah, he's over as F. Yeah, yeah. Guys, man. watch out for. Uh, I think she's gonna have potential. Give her, give her some time and the proper training. Last legend, at NXT. You think so? Yeah, I yeah, so. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, it's I, there. I mean, it's, it's there, there, but I just feel give her like some time. After that slam, where do they go from that? And where does Otis go from that? He'll get slammed by another by another woman somewhere down the line. It, oh, I Jay, mean, Jade. you're talking about he, what he got <clears throat> carried. He got carried by Bianca. He's gotten slammed by Lash. Yeah, it, he's basically he's going to become. He's going to become the measuring stick to which strong women, you know. Okay. That he he's kind of embracing the comedy role right now. So. Yeah. I, I can see that. I just, I just hope they don't screw that up with Lash Legend because I see the potential too. Is just, I'm scared for her too. You got Jay coming in right now. You got Bianca in there, and Naomi's the back. Problem, right, and the problem is, is her current, her current gimmick is a little too close to Bianca's. Okay, so They're all similar. It has to, it it has to kind of, she has to kind of find her own niche before she can really take that next step up. Because if she takes a step up right now, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, she's another Bianca Belair." Yeah. What if they had Last Legend, Bianca Belair, and Jade Cargill go against the Kabuki Warriors and Asuka, or yeah, Io Sky, oh, Asuka, and the Kabuki Warriors? And, uh, sounds yeah, that'd delicious. be dope. It does sound real delicious. That's not real delicious. Right yeah, yeah. Hey, they did it back in the nineties with Look, the DOA, Los Malikos, and Nation. Look, in a scripted no. match. No. In a scripted match, it should be a pretty good match. If they just put him out there in a street fight, however, <laughs> well, yeah, you're gonna you know, you know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem, period. So yeah, it's not believable. With body size <laughs> and yeah, Dakota, they're just you got these three strong these, these black chicks three holding legs, it down. Big That's black what they doing. strong <laughs> women versus these three smaller. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Mm-mm. I mean, the only legit. Threat would have been Oscar in this. Right. Yeah, she don't need to be reduced to that right now. Nah. War games. <laughs> Shoot. I mean, as is, I think. I think Oscar. Oscar starting. I don't like Oscar as the second a, a, a trailer. I don't. I, she. She was meant from day one to kind of be a lead and be a star. The fact that they have her now, they keep saddling her. They keep saddling her. Now, don't get me wrong, love Kyrie Sane. But you put her in a tag team. She was a world, she had already been a world champion at that point. You put her in a tag team. Now you have her as part of the damage control. Why? Yeah. I agree. Why? I understand oh, yeah. they did it. I understand they did it back back in the indies, but still no real legit legitimate reason as to why. 
you're doing that because you're just basically you're suppressing her right now. I mean, if they go with the if they follow through with uh, Bailey uh, fighting Bailey as a face, taking on an Eo yeah. Sky, then you keep damage control like intact just with like kicking out the original uh, leader. You know that's been right. done before, so that's one way to go about it. Um, they didn't want to just yeah. leave, but then <laughs> it's not like they replaced it. So you, just, out, well, you won't. It's not going to be really a really a replacement. It's going to be more or less. It's just going to be Dakota Eo and and the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, and I mean, and realistically, they don't need any more than that anyway, since it seems uh, like the, either Dakota can't wrestle or she won't be wrestling. Well, she got her knee brace so, off. So yeah, so I mean, so legitimately, it's just the three of them anyway wrestling. So yeah, Kyra Sane ain't added much. <laughs> hey, she that insane out. elbow on a knee is kind <clears throat> of interesting. Um, I'll whatever it is, just wrap neck, something, whatever it is. And insane elbows hitting something. That's all I know. But I don't know. Yeah. All right, right, guys. Well, it was a great show. We definitely got to do it again. Maybe uh, single to mile talk about some Mexican wrestlers or something like that. (laughs) Viva! Move it, dude! (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, guys. Adrian. Plug your pods. Let the people know. Well, shout out to all marks. We are always on Thursdays. We talk hip-hop wrestling. Follow me at Suplex Dinner Club. Um, Look me up on YouTube if you haven't already followed. We just got over 700 subscribers. So shout out to anybody who has followed and are listening. I appreciate y'all. Mondays, uh, Four Corner Cinema, we review movies and film with the common theme of a wrestler being in it. So the most recent episode, we just did Roadhouse. We talked about Terry Funk. We talked about the 80s film that is Roadhouse, the 80s classic. Talk Them in the Building just dropped this past Tuesday. We talked about the Von Erics. That was a fun episode. We went through a little journey of promos with the Von Erich family. Some good, some bad. Carrie Von Erich was awful on the mic. So be sure to check that out. And like I said, uh, All Marks Pod on Thursdays. Definitely check us out. We got other projects on the way. Nice. Nice. All right. BDC? And might might I say that I heard that they're doing a um, a remake of Roadhouse starring mm-hmm. uh, Jake Hall and Connor. I'm already yeah. looking at it sideways. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So... I mean, if folks want to follow me on IG, which probably won't be much there anyway, Reign of the Phoenix. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, you might you might see some pictures, you might see some some content every now and then. But yeah, it ain't much. But if you want it, there you go. Um, But yeah, and I'll be here as long as these. These dudes around here want me here, so that's pretty much it. Rose, don't follow me. I don't care. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to eat some pizza, man. I'm about to go eat some pizza. <laughs> Roger about to have some cold Jeez. pizza. He's like, God damn, hurry up. <laughs> Yo, cold pizza is the best pizza. It is. Like a fry. True. 
Not 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 refrigerated pizza. It gotta be room temperature. Oh, I, oh. Yeah. Just, just set out pizza. Yes. Just set out for a while. Yes. Right. Now nah, I appreciate y'all for having me on. Um, it was fun. No, no doubt. We Besides, Abel's mic not working fourteen times. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting you guys. The ones I don't know. Dom, you know what it is. That's Anytime it. you need me. That's it. All that. right, guys. Well, I am the notorious one. We have special guests, Adrian from Suplex Dinner Club. We got BDC. We got Rose. We got Dominican Dream, Poppy Platino. We got Strat Facts. And we are out of time. And we will see you next time. Boom. Oh.